episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and activating herself out of an early retirement is... <laughs> Elizabeth Helley. And on general manager duty, Tyler Hymanson. And we have a special guest with us here tonight. Who is it? Uh, relief pitcher Nick Snow. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm out very of the bullpen. Excited. Yeah, I've got my leather jacket on. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my god, cute wild thing. <laughs> yeah, Nick, someone grabbed the eight track tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's here. Yes. Oh my god, it's him. <laughs> someone find the master tapes from the original movie. That's we right. need them immediately. That's right. We just spoiled the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, we're here with uh, special guest Nick, and we are talking. Major League Two. Um, you know what we normally do in the beginning of the episode? The spring training of every episode is the trailer, <laughs> and so let's get to that right now. Here's the pitch. Going! 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 Oh, no. Not the damn song again. Look out in the cheap seats. The funniest team in baseball is back for their best season ever. All the way! Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. What was that last pitch you threw me? Oh. I call it the Eliminator. Jake Taylor. There's a rookie in camp I'm going to need your help with. What exactly is his problem? Roger Dorn. Come on, Roger. Take one for the team. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. And he's out by an eyelash at third. Boy, we never seem to get the close ones. Pedro Serrano. Serrano killed baseball. And making their debuts this season, Jack Parkman. Kamikaze Tanaka. Rube Baker. I bet you're wondering why they call me Rube. No, I got a pretty good idea how that happened. And back in the booth, team announcer Harry Doyle. The Indians are showing signs of life for the first time in weeks. They appear to be beating the crap out of each other. Major League Two. It's a swing and a hit. All right, another baseball movie. <laughs> In case yeah. you're wondering, it doesn't switch sports in between <laughs> sequels in this franchise. Uh, the, the the league that is major is still baseball. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you are you a big baseball fan? Uh, you know, I'm not. I I follow the sport yeah. sometimes, but I'm not. I, I don't like. Well, why did we even bring you yeah, on today? No, no, no. <laughs> Nick and I were at a baseball game together yesterday. Yeah, oh, so okay. I basically, so I'm, I'm we're very... basically pros. He's got credentials. He's yes. got credentials. <laughs> there, was, there was a Dodger dog and some soft serve. Oh. And yeah, those are the most, most important things. Yeah, and I, I would say I'm qualified to be here today. Um, I, I'm a video editor, and this movie had four of them. Ooh. So I'm, 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 here to, I'm here to represent the editors. So when there's more editors, that means they did a better job because yeah. they could work together. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? A meaning of the minds. Yeah, they, they, really, they, uh, they really had their work cut out for them, and they, and they hit it out of the park. Oh! <laughs> Baseball terms. Yeah. <laughs> I follow it closely enough for those. Nice, nice. Um, Before we do the movie, do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you do? And 
Uh, I edit social media videos for a, uh, a large cable network that I will not name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a very active legal department <laughs> that polices social media. Great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and Nick and I worked uh, previously at a meteorization together, uh, Pop Sugar, where we edited things. Yeah, Pop Sugar. They downsized greatly in the last year. <laughs> their, their video operation did not pan out, it seems. <laughs> seems and, like having 12 editors on the payroll is not a good idea. And then, uh, and then beyond that, I he grew up down the street from me, and I've known ah. him since I was like five years old. Yeah. Yeah. You guys used to play baseball and the sandlots uh, together. We we did. Uh, we we yeah. We, there's some little league. Yeah, Vegas is a big time uh, yeah, baseball, baseball city. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Maddox, Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. who are the other Chris, ones? Chris Bryant, uh, Chris, Jordan Peraz. Jordan Peraz. Yeah, never. Although, although he's not doing it no more, is he? No. Yeah. No, <laughs> never, never made out of Triple A, but he got oh, no. he got drafted out of high school, which yeah. is still cool. But yeah. he was a great player. I mean, good guy too. Yeah. Sweet. Well, it's great to have you here uh, today, Nick. Uh, It's going to be a fun one. Um, I don't know if you guys could tell by the trailer or have seen this movie, but it's basically the same movie again. (laughs) (laughs) Five years later. (laughs) Yep. Everyone is much older looking. (laughs) But just in case you forgot what happened in the last movie, there's like a 15 Uh, minute last time on recap. It's not 15 minutes, but it's really long. It's like play by play of the first movie. It was greatly appreciated, too, because I mean, I hadn't seen the first one in a long time. And to have like most sequels should have a little just like catch up. Oh, man, I hate that stuff. (laughs) We just just watched it a week ago. I just don't like when it's straight up just using footage from the old movie like you just watched the last episode of Lost here's the previously on Lost <laughs> but I will say that if you have to do it you should have Bob Uecker announce it yeah that's true that's true I was, was so excited to see him back yes mm-hmm. he was the best part of the movie he, he, was, he was great he's, yeah. he's so great which this. fun fact so the year after this movie came out the Indians actually made it to the World Series what? and Bob Uecker was uh Helming the broadcast for NBC. So oh, he was actually man. calling the games for the Indians. <laughs> and then they hilarious. lost. And then two years later, they made it again, and they lost again. Only to be two years ago to make it again and then lose. <laughs> It'll Quaid, happen. Randy Quaid was right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back up the garbage <laughs> truck. The, un- the uncredited Randy Quaid. Was Randy he really Quaid. uncredited? That's what it says on IMDb. Oh, my God. Uh, he was in this movie so much. Uh, like... He was in it a lot, but you could still tell they probably shot him in two one day. days. Yeah, 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 one or two days. Yeah, yeah they one shot location. two days, but somehow like seventy hours of footage. Yeah. <laughs> scream, Randy! Once scream, you, scream what, some more stuff. Once you get Randy, you just let him go. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could tell by the end of it, his voice was going. Like, yeah. he, he was very hoarse by the end of the movie. Oh God, he was—he's so, like the worst uh, that uh, I hate about fans. The people that are always like. They're such fans, and then I they know. turn they turn super cynical and just be like, "Oh fuck yes, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna finish, it. they're gonna mess up in the ninth. I don't care." You mean you mean my brother after four beers at a game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're really a diehard fan, you would just always root for them. You'd never get cynical like that. But not Randy Quaid. Yeah, or Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> the fans in this movie were. Way more annoying than the ones that I thought were kind of annoying the first one. Right. This one, they were unbearable. Well, yeah. And the ones who that you thought were kind of annoying in the first one, but then we also had, like, it kept showing random people around the city. And they basically, instead of doing any of that this time, they're just like, Randy Quaid only. Yeah, like, right. Nobody two, else. Two rando guys. No, yeah. the thing that we like about the first one. Well, go ahead. 
No, no, no. The thing about, like, about the first one is like they really made like the city of Cleveland, yeah. you know, a character. Yeah. And they cut around to like diners, and they really used montage. It knew it was a cliche, but it embraced everything that was good about it, and then and became better than the sum of those parts. In this movie, it's the opposite. There's only three <laughs> Cleveland fans in the entire yeah, city. Yeah, and most annoying to me, the Japanese groundskeepers only were shown like one time. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, mad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when when the Japanese player came in, yeah, I was like, comments. oh, I was like, this is this is rife. Like they're gonna they're yeah. gonna he's gonna be friends with the groundskeepers sure. now. Or at least they could be like, yeah, we yeah. got a Japanese guy. You know, <laughs> nothing. No I can mention. tell you for sure without a shadow of a doubt that. Japanese and Japanese American people are totally biased towards the Japanese players and only care about them. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like my grandpa will only <laughs> care about uh, whoever the Japanese guy was. Shohei Otani. Him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was like that half Japanese guy this last year who then like was supposed to be super great and then failed. I think oh. he was a pitcher. Anyways, but yeah, yeah they only <laughs> care about the Japanese yeah. players. My grandpa, my aunt. So yeah. <laughs> that's funny. With the uh, with the Randy Quaid and his friends, I thought that for the first like ten minutes of the movie, I thought that one of the friends was Sam Rockwell, like yeah. the, the guy oh, who yeah. always sits to his left. What a cast! Quirky white dudes unite! Yikes! Yikes! Uh, well, now I wish it was. Yeah, and it looked like it looked like Del Taco Dan after that. <laughs> it was like, is this? <laughs> oh God. Well, we've been talking way too much about Randy Quaid. (laughs) Why don't we give the uh, initial setup for this movie? So basically, everyone's back. Zero time has passed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, the movie came out in 1994, right? Is that right? I think it was later than... Yeah, 94. 94, because the other one was 89. 89. Yeah. Uh So this one's, yeah, five years later. But in the movie, it's just the next season. Right. And you're like, damn, Charlie Sheen. Somehow Charlie Sheen went all the way from Ferris Bueller to like Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah, his first appearance is like, all right, now he's looking more like the Charlie Sheen I kind of think of a little bit. Not quite as strung out. Well, yeah, he he sold out when he started dating Flannery. (laughs) (laughs) Or Flan, as he called it. Flan, yeah, played by Allison Doody. (laughs) Elsa from Indiana Jones. Oh, Oh, wow, okay. So she'll go on to sleep with both. (laughs) This is how we say I don't want to spoil Indiana Jones. (laughs) This is how we say goodbye in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) I did not realize that. That's incredible. Um, she's also the worst PR person of all time. Yes. Like, you don't have to be a PR genius to realize, like, why would you change his entire image yeah. that people love? Because uh, that's what general serials want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean... That scene like, was great. It's like, I'm sure you guys company, are great cereal, but... Uh, the cereal company needs a new agency, too, because they should also want... Yeah, the guy, he yes. should be selling Sprite like every other yeah. athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Get your quirky personality out there and drink this lemon lime sugar syrup. Well, he yeah. was doing a right guard commercial, but it was like but it was a croquet <laughs> commercial. <laughs> but, that, but no, but that was one where they were like playing against type for him. Right, like, it was supposed to be like it would be a right guard commercial now if you were a crazy person. I yeah. don't think they were doing it ironically, though. It was I, just bad. Right. But yeah. then again, it was directed by Richard Schiff, so... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, saw that. I was like, why does he look so familiar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy. 
Oh, that was great. So yeah, everyone's back except for Wesley Snipes. What? You mean that wasn't although, him? Although, yeah, the, the way the, <laughs> movie, the, movie, the movie sets it up is like, and even Willie Mays Hayes is back, and then it's Omar Epps. Yeah. Yeah. The first time they showed him, I was like, I don't think that was him. That looked weird. And then the second time, I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, Bob Uecker's like, he starred in an action film over the summer where he apparently did his own stunts That's and acting. acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and I was like, is that like supposed to be a rip on how Wesley Snipes went off to be like a star? I guess. And... I will say that this is one of my favorite jokes in the movie because at one point they show the trailer for this oh movie. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where he is Black Hammer and he is shooting people with an Uzi and then uh, there's a stunt dude yeah. who's like jumps like obviously into a bag and then it just cuts to Jesse Ventura landing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was... They're Black Hammer and White Lightning. Not Black Thunder, yes. Black Hammer. Yeah. That makes sense. And the lines that they say to each other is... My guys, my guys fell harder. Is what Jesse Ventura says, and then was, and then Omar Epps is like, "Yeah, but mine are the deadest." <laughs> <laughs> I know at this point in the movie, this is like not quite at the beginning, but it's right. pretty early in the movie. But I was already like, "I'd rather watch that movie." <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of movie that we talk about where they have you know dummies falling off the building yes. and someone going, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> It just seemed to me like they were like, all right, we're going to do this thing. We're going to replace Wesley Snipes with Omar Epps. And, you know, we're going to give him, set up the storyline. But then, like, halfway through filming, they were like, this this isn't working. He doesn't look anything like him. Just cut his storyline out. I you know, because then he was, like, barely in it compared to they how have just, important William Hayes is. Here's the thing. No one's actually in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> except for Charlie Sheen. Everyone's and pretty much one note. You can't forget about Rube. Yeah, Rube's Rube. Yeah. Rube. Rube kind of the main character, character. of this yeah, movie. Yeah, he kind of is. What does that word mean? Like, why were they like... Country Rube? Okay. He's just, yeah, like, like, a, like a moron. Like, oh, all right. Yeah, because, yeah he was like, I dumb. can see why you have that nickname, but I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, I've never like, heard like, that it's one. It's like a bumpkin. Okay. Like, yeah. I should have Googled That's it, why though. he had all those horrible <laughs> sayings that he was always yeah. like, my mama told me it's better to eat shit than nothing at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid sexy. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, so I hadn't seen the first one in a while. Did Willie, did when Wesley Science played him, did he have the, the line shaved in the middle of his head, or was that an Omar Epps decision? I think that was an Omar Epps decision. The extremely hard <laughs> middle part. Yeah. Like. It's like Omar Epps, I get they said he like buffed up to be in this action movie, but it's just a completely different body type. Like You could have at least got another skinny black guy, yeah. you know, if you're going to do it. Like, it's uh. just not as funny. I, I was like, they should have just yeah gotten rid of that character altogether, bring yeah. in someone new. Like, who cares? He got traded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like, yeah, or like my, my brother. Yeah, yeah, my brother just got out of the minor leagues. Yeah. And he's here to play. <laughs> that, yeah, and that happens. <laughs> yeah, they could have just straight up said that he went to go be a movie star. Yeah. Boom, yeah. New, new character. It's Billy. It's Billy Mays. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe Wesley Snipes would have agreed to do it if it was like, Billy oh, just Mays film here. a couple fake commercials and we're <laughs> right. gonna just insert them in. You know, yeah. like what's her face? Um, the wife. She did an uncredited. Oh, Renee oh, Russo, yeah, yeah Russo. she was yeah. only in one scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised they got her too, back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually a decent scene of them like having a relationship yeah. and them talking about. Because basically, what happens is that Jake Taylor uh, shows back up and through a uh, there's another spring training montage, and they want him to be a coach, and he refuses that, and then. 30 seconds later decides to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's literally the same movie except that we're looking at Charlie Sheen's romance instead of Jake Taylor's romance. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Rachel Phelps is even back. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's sad, the same like, The thing. coach, you know, he did so many cool like 
good things in the first uh-huh. movie. And this movie, he only does like one when he tells him, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to tell the other guy that you, right. I begged you to I'll tell back. him like, I that, begged yeah, you. Yeah, that was yeah, the only yeah, moment yeah. that was like reminded me of the right. old. Yeah, right. Because otherwise, too, yeah, he, he gets way more worked up in this movie. Like, yeah. he gets way more bothered by the players being bad and stuff. And so much so that he has a heart attack later. No, it's it's, it's kind of hilarious how this movie, it's like the, the first movie has so much true baseball shit in it where mm-hmm. it's just like, there's these guys, they're a bunch of oddballs, and like a lot of the jokes are funny for from a movie standpoint, and if you know baseball, they're funny. And this movie, it's like, it's supposed to be playing off of, it's been six months since yeah. the season. And like, Players don't get brand new contracts. Like players, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not. Like they were all making league minimum. That's what they'd be making going into the next season. Right. Like nobody's negotiating new deals, but like everyone has changed as if five years have passed. Exactly. And he's like now jaded after being one year with playing with a team of losers. And then getting to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That decision mm-hmm. is just ludicrous. Like, why not just go forward in time? Like, right. even two years would have been more realistic. It's just, like, so yeah. insane. Yeah, I feel like nowadays there's there's not quite as much of that going on. Oh, no, now it's uh, like, you better do the exact number of years down <laughs> yeah. to the day, right. Twin Peaks they, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you know? they, would, they wouldn't be trying to pretend it was the very next day or no. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, uh, I would be interested to see what happens if you hit play on both movies at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder the beats, if the, the yeah. spring yeah. training montage yeah. leads right into the red <laughs> sticker montage, right into the... <laughs> I did notice in this one a lot of home games. It yes. was basically yeah. a documentary on, like, the Indians' home okay. games. Yeah, and it's not uh, County Stadium anymore. It is uh, Camden Yards Yeah, in, uh, the Baltimore. Orioles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently looks more like the Cleveland Stadium. Right, but, and then, but then Cleveland got a brand new stadium stadium the year after this ah yes nice nice. um yeah so uh the team's back together gearing up for another season brought to you by pepsi (laughs) (laughs) everyone crack open a delicious pepsi (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, i was sad that the bob euchre didn't have that bottle of jack all the time anymore he was just drinking pepsi and then they're like you know a fake movie beer he did did have a bottle of jack well, yeah, like, oh, he, at he, one point, yeah, yeah, his, his character had some progression. Like in the beginning, he was like wearing this really flashy suit oh, uh, and drinking like a bottle of Evian water. Yep. And I was like, oh man, he's like sobered up. He's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and then like throughout the uh, you know movie, as the Indians do worse and worse and worse, he starts bringing out beer and he's like, God, this game's over. And then like one of them, he's totally wasted. Yeah, yeah he's he's just, he passes beater. out. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing a wife beater and drinking jack. Yeah, with the bottle. I'm in the bag. <laughs> yeah, I was like, drunk euchre is. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Serrano, Dennis Haysbert is now oh, Buddhist instead right. of voodoo. Dave, uh, David S. Ward is now using him to have his other religious debate foil because he's just John Q. Let's laugh at someone else's belief. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> at least I think, like, what he was doing wasn't as, like, weirdly stereotypical and racist right, as with right. the way they portrayed voodoo, but it was still weird and stereotypical It was fun to s- I felt like this one was fun to see him just be, like, happy when, no matter yeah, what yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, like, For congratulating sure. the guy who threw him out at first. Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All of that is fun. Yes. <laughs> uh, and his main antagonist in this movie... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Tyler was looking forward to this. I know I was ready. I was ready for uh, for Tanaka. Yeah, I I, well, okay. (laughs) You know, he 
is bad, but <laughs> is really not as bad as it could have been. I agree. I mean, he. I was terrified. To I feel like he started movie. off really bad. He started off really bad, but the whole time he's speaking real Japanese. He is a Japanese man, which yeah. is unusual for all of Hollywood. <laughs> yep. Like you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. at least it's not a white guy or yep. Korean or Chinese or Vietnamese or something else. So he is. It Japanese. wasn't Mickey Rooney. He is speaking perfect <laughs> Japanese. I mean, even though yeah, it's really stereotypical, and he's like really overdoing it a uh-huh. lot when he's like screaming at him like what he was saying was not crazy like no. it, it was to motivate uh, Serrano and it worked and it got the team like you know to bond together and, he, and he's a competent player who's just like yeah. how are you guys not playing as hard as you can possibly play yeah, yeah and he, he did well we, yeah that's how so. you always he's play. playing so hard that he knocks himself out yes against yeah, the, the back dumb, wall but, yeah <laughs> So like it started out really bad, and then I was like, ah, oh, this guy's not that bad. So I yeah, I wasn't like when too he walks up with the, I think the low point is when he's in an entire samurai. That's outfit. I know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's ridiculous. I was like, what? Like, even people in Japan in the nineties, no one was wearing that. Come on, like unless you're like performing in a show or like a religious ceremony. Like, like why has he got the sword in the locker room? Like, what? Yeah. God, I I liked that he knew that the Buddhist leader that the other guy had gone oh, to was I bullshit. I thought that was I thought that was a real good. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he and I looked up this guy, and he is. It's not like he's some super, super serious actor that uh-huh. they were making do all this like slapstick stuff. He is a slapstick sketch mm-hmm. comedian, um, you know. So that's like his thing anyway. So it's not really as racist as if he were like they were making right, him it's, do it's that. Like, it's like, like Ken Watanabe, like yeah, get in there. yeah. No, he like, looked, he looked like Mo is. from the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he yeah, had yeah. like the like the very severe. No, I Mo. guess he's pretty famous for being in like a Japanese comedy duo that does crazy oh, sketches. Okay. Oh, that's so, cool. so, so you know, that's fun. Yeah, this movie <laughs> oftentimes forgets that it's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about the first one, too. The first one is funny. It's legit. Like, I will say this. The first one is the thing that launched Charlie Sheen's comedy career. Because this is that's when he's after that he showed up in a in a Hot Shots. Yeah. In a in a loaded weapon in a Hot Shots part two. He's not even he's playing more of like a straight man in the sure. original one too, but yeah. But I mean people saw that movie as a comedy. People yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I just was saying that I didn't think it was that funny watching it again. <laughs> I was like, this holds up as more I gotta like a say, I movie. don't know that I laughed at all while watching this movie. Like Ooh. I mean, I was at Panera, so you know, like <laughs> Maybe I just was being self-conscious. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, the, even the stuff that I can be like, oh, I guess that was funny. Like, there was nothing that had me, like, actually laughing out loud. Whereas the first movie, a few things definitely did. Yeah. I still but, laughed at some Euchre some Euchre, 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 stuff, Euchre yeah. was good. And I had, I'll, we'll talk about it later when, when we're further down in the movie. But there was one, like, general, like, genuine, like, belly laugh for me hmm. with, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, nice. Uh, I like uh, Euchre. He has this one. He's like ripping way more on the baseball players in this movie. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how he keeps his mind on baseball. What with all those paternity suits. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, the white, yeah, the White Sox player. I just put, I just put White Sox paternity suit joke. Woo. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a great one. And yeah. then his broadcast buddy's like, I think they're parking tickets. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think it is largely like the last one where the director just gave Euchre mm-hmm. yeah. a brief summary of what was happening and he just improvised. I love that shit. they even have his like co-host back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says Monty. something. Yeah, Monty. <laughs> he says something like, yeah, he caught it. And he's like, great drop in, Monty. <laughs> Looks Bro- like- <laughs> Broadcast school's really paying off. Yeah. <laughs> he's still the best. Yeah, that was the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, uh, yeah, the Jay Leno appearance, that was that was oh a strange God. that was a strange that throwback. Was so weird. I really don't like Jay Leno. Either. You could tell it was weekend Jay Leno, too, because he was yeah. wearing one of his denim shirts. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you can put a tie on it, but you can always tell weekend Leno. <laughs> the moment it was over, he just walked off the stage and got into a classic car. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a little buggy. I'm sure he did. He <laughs> 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 a vintage fire truck and <laughs> drove to downtown Burbank and just shook hands. <laughs> So this whole time we're seeing more uh, Indians baseball, and we learn that uh, Wild Thing has just lost his heater. He's, 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 his arm is dead. He's cleaned up his image. He looks like he's on Wall Street, has wearing bad ties. Yeah, yep. sold his Harley. Yep. Yeah, there's a bunch of fans in the beginning like waiting for him to show up, and he comes out of a limo, and they're like, what? Yeah, he, he sold his Harley so he could, <laughs> so he could buy the, the Judge Dredd pinball machine that's in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. Was it really? Which, I yeah. didn't yeah. that which, which is dope. Let's be clear. That is a good purchase. I think that's the best pinball machine we've seen in a movie since that Tremors pinball machine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dang it. I want to play that game. His apartment is the most. His apartment seems like it's from 1989. It does. It looked like the the apartment from um, Welcome to to America. Yeah. I like the hot tub just in the middle of it. Yeah, and there's all these neon art things up on the wall. (laughs) And still, just a super old. I mean, I guess it wasn't old at the time, but just a really old looking TV. TV. It's just yeah. like, all right, this is like this was the state of the art yeah, in 1994. Yeah. I love like there's a point later on in the movie where uh, Taylor comes to to his apartment and he's just playing pool by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just, just thinking, like, hey, hey, what's up, Skip? <laughs> Skip. I just kept thinking of yeah, the Simpsons episode with uh, with Daryl. No, it was it Daryl Strawberry. Like he's yeah. he's not hustling, Skip. Skip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got a bad attitude, Skip. <laughs> <He's> got, <yeah. laughs> oh I like the uh, the accountant, the actor who plays an accountant in every movie. He was an accountant in this movie. <laughs> that guy just he was working in the nineties. That guy was working his ass off. Yeah. I wonder how many accountant titles. Like, what what, what movie did we have where we were guessing how many nameless thugs? Santa Claus? Oh, well, yes. okay. So Santa Claus, the police <laughs> oh, night right. shift guy, and then. The guy oh, yeah. from um, The Purge 2, but he's oh, also in right. Fresh Off the Boat. And, yeah, um, yeah. Where he's, he's also been, in Fast and Furious. He's, like, he's yeah. been credited as named Angel in like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how many times has this guy been yeah, in the accountant? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we learned that um, Dorn is the new uh, owner, right? Owner of the team in a scene that plays out like he was fucking the old owner. Yeah. Like, it's a very really strange <laughs> scene that doesn't make any Corbin sense. Corbin Burns went really broad with this one. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was really like, oh, this is going to be funny. Yeah. Also, it was confusing because it was in the middle of a million fucking scenes from the first movie. Suddenly right. there's a new scene and you're like, wait, was this in the first movie? He, like- thought, he thought he was in a Chris Farley, David Spade movie. Like, yeah. He thought he was Rob Lowe and Tommy yeah. Boy. <laughs> just, even from a story perspective, it made no sense to just like have him buy the team and then halfway through have him exit for her to come back. Yeah. It's like just like, keep her the whole time. Then you know, like yeah, what is the, what was the point well, of that? And he doesn't make enough money to own. The, like players don't make owner money yeah it was weird yeah and she says at one point i bought back the team at a substantial profit it's like what does that mean (laughs) i i i still don't know she sold the team and then also bought it back for really low yeah (laughs) what's the profit there yeah 
I love that that, that they make I, a big deal about like Doran selling ad space in the outfield too, even though like nowadays there's like ads everywhere. There's ads everywhere. <laughs> it does look like a minor league team out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like for the local proctologist. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure all of those were just like art department in yeah. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like that's where they shine. Yeah. I liked when uh, when he showed up at the I think it was the airport and uh, his old girlfriend had all like the inner city kids with them. Right. And he just took a photo with one of them and then just <laughs> left. Yeah. Like he stood in front of all the other kids and just took a photo with one and then just like, yeah, all right, I got to go. He scrubbed the floor at the at the school for like three weeks or something in you order could, to get the act. You could eat a prime rib yeah. off of it. <laughs> yeah. also, want- also, his girlfriend not in the previous movie. This is just. Oh, really? They act like yeah, she yeah. was yeah, in the other movie. Like- yeah, no, I thought she was. I was nope. like, I was like, why would nope. he ever nope. leave her for Flannery? Right. This girl's like gorgeous and I she know, loves she was baseball. Way cuter too, I think. Yeah, too. yeah no, yeah, she was. Do, do you want to know about that kid, Frankie? Oh, child no. star. No. Child star. Finally. This is a really good one, you guys. All right. Right. So this guy's name is he's credited as Michael Mundra and uh, his real name is Anil Mundra and he um, grew up in D.C. and then he went to uh, University of Chicago or actually he was all, before this same year as Major League Two. He was also in Leon the Professional. Mm. It's a cigarette boy, but I don't know what that means because I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> cigarette, so, cigarette boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he goes to University of Chicago, um, and then now he is earning his PhD in classical Indian philosophy. Whoa. Um, he knows how to speak Portuguese, Spanish, Hindi, Sanskrit, Prakrit, and Paul. Um, and he is like a live-in RA kind of guy at Harvard's Quincy House as a residential tutor. Uh, he worked in human rights and international development in D.C. and Asia and then worked for NPR in South America. And he currently is um, a faculty member of the South Asian Summer League Inst- Summer Language Institute. Summer League. Yeah. And, yeah, he's the, and he's the captain of the baseball team. <laughs> South Asian Summer Language Institute at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Dang. Your favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He Go teaches, Badgers. Like, Go he teaches people like Sanskrit, which wow. is like basically a dead language. So he's so, so. much better than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so he and Charlie Sheen followed similar trajectories. Yeah, 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 pretty much. So stop in to uh, go, drive up to Madison. Get get yourself a pickle back and uh, go ask him about the finer points of Serrano's Buddhism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm it, sure. Yeah, and looking back and how it influences his, his life path. It might have. Yeah, Maybe. it took me a long time to find this guy. Like I, I had to figure it out that it was him. Like because of the gap in his teeth. Like that was oh, the, the. Oh the my most, god! No, because like the when sometimes I'm not 100 percent sure it's them, and so I have to look at the old picture and the. The cops are going to start calling on and, you to like, oh, wait, ID okay, dead bodies. Okay. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the gap. That's him. That's him. Well, it was like his most uh, prominent feature that would just help me distinguish it. Anyway, so that's Charles Star Trek okay. from Major League Two. I started emailing people to see if they would send me photos of them as a kid. And, uh, <laughs> None of the other children were credited, so I don't know what their names are. <laughs> so. That was a good one. We haven't had one for quite some I time. Know. I know. Gosh. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Uh, what else we got going on here? We haven't even talked about Parkman. Yeah, Parkman is is the Liv Schreiber of this movie. David Keith. <laughs> he loves cigarettes. He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the uh, other big bad in the movie other than Rachel Phillips. It is, it is the one thing that is the distinguishing factor from the other film where the 
first movie made the Yankees as a unit, and yeah. the bad guys. This, they have a player being the bad guy. Right. Who is like... Originally, in the beginning of the movie, he's on the Indians on the team. Indians, and then they trade him when they're failing. It doesn't when, seem yeah, like things Doran trades out. him away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems weird because people are so loyal to certain teams, but then the players have to like go. I mean, in baseball, is, would this be a realistic scenario where Absolutely. they were mad at each other? Absolutely. Okay, like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, and not everyone's all like, "Oh well, that's the business." Like, I mean, some people would, but if he was a dick and then okay. he went and then yeah. he was a dick, then yes, that happens often. Got it. Uh, especially for Philadelphia players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he has like a rivalry with Taylor, and then he ends up on the White Sox. Right. Yeah, a lot of catchers in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, it's going to carry three catchers yeah, this Ru- year, Lou. Rube's a catcher. <laughs> Taylor's Jay Taylor a catcher. is not really a catcher anymore. He's got no knees. Wait, but after the they got rid of Parkman, <laughs> who was the other catcher? They only had one after Rube. that? Rube. 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 By himself? Yeah. Oh, is that regular? No, they had some... Na- I mean, there's the, this movie also has more nameless guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, bring in that pitcher. You're right, yeah. There was no... Uh, what was the guy's name from the first one? Uh, oh, uh, Shoop. Or, uh... Shoop? <laughs> his, his name was Flirb. <laughs> I don't remember what his name was. Uh, yeah, no, he wasn't there. Oh, yeah. um, by the way, when I was trying to figure out which people in the credits Shoop. were child stars or just, like, side actors... <laughs> <laughs> His name was Shoop. Where did you come up with that? No, I think Shoop was the, the, the no, nameless no, pitcher in this yeah, movie. Shoop was the nameless pitcher in this <laughs> movie. <laughs> so all the players that are not important just have generic names like Bill and Tim or whatever. And Shoop. <laughs> yeah, and so I knew Frankie was the main little kid, but I wasn't sure if these other actors in the IMDb were kids or adults. So I was looking at some of them, and one of them, this guy Edward Woodson, is like a right-wing radio host now with like oh, Breitbart God. and Laura Ingram. And like he, but like he, uh, a couple years ago, he kind of like, went his career didn't keep going as well because he had to plead guilty to running a marijuana grow house in oh, Miami. No. <laughs> it's a classic Miami story. <laughs> yeah, and the article about his um his, fiery rhetoric and tanker weed. Yeah. <laughs> in the article about the conviction for the weed, they were like his webs on his website he says that he is an actor and a speaker and a radio host uh, and he actually he did have a small role in Major League 2 as a baseball player. So that's like the only acting he did but on his yes. radio show page he says i'm an actor <laughs> like so oh well he's a, he's a performance artist like alex jones yeah, yeah. um uh, chelsea ross was the name of the pitcher in the first movie mm. isn't that his, that's the actor's name oh maybe <sighs> yeah like the old guy that had like vaseline and stuff yeah, yeah, on him yeah, right yeah uh, he was like a full <laughs> yeah. character eddie harris oh yeah eddie harris. That's right. yeah that's right. they were both just baseball names <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I think the biggest flaw with this movie is that every sports movie, the crux of it is that you want them to win at the end for the big game that's happening at the sure. end. And by the time this got to the end, I was like, I don't care at all about <laughs> any of these guys. None I was, of them are likable, and I don't want them to win. Yeah, I was I was worried that the movie wouldn't end there. I thought it was going to go into the World Series, yeah, and I was like, God, yeah, I have yeah. a whole like 20 minutes left of this like the World Series yeah, run. They, I mean, it is weird that these movies have decided to uh, 
you know, end the movie before like the biggest game there right. could be in a baseball team. Right. Yeah, it's like, well, like Rocky. Season. Yeah, it's like they went the distance, didn't they? But like, there's no end to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, did they win the World Series <laughs> right. that, that year? That works in the first one for them to get the pennant. Like it's scrappy. Like it's yeah. a small victory for a small team. Yeah, it'd be like a big NFL movie where they didn't go to the Super Bowl yeah. at the yeah. end. Like <laughs> it's like any given Sunday. <laughs> no, or they, or they do go to the Super Bowl at the end. You just don't see the Super That's Bowl. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, even worse. Where, where Charlie Sheen has his giant character transformation off screen. Yeah. Like, he, like he comes to realization, and then it's just like, well, I did think let's like not see that moment. Yeah, I did think during that whole last game, I was like, where's Charlie Sheen been this entire thing? And then he shows up at the very end, of wearing a wearing a vest. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he, he puts the haircut. glasses on. I did like his his wheelie through the fog. <laughs> that was. <laughs> <so> <laughs> And there's like this line where it's like, I think I know a guy who has a Harley. It's like, yeah, let's let him borrow it for the night. And they're like, yeah, the audio there is like, yeah. <laughs> it's like so foggy. You're like, that's not him. That's not him. We already talked about it. And I did like this, the quick cut where the girl in the control booth was like, oh, shoot, get the wild yeah. thing tape. Yeah. But then it's so stupid because they've been acting like everybody in town now hates him. Like right, and right. That Randy Quaid and all the people hate him now because he sucked for so long. And But then as soon as they play the tape and he makes the surprise appearance, they all have signage. This yeah, is yeah, wild yeah. thing. I'm like, where do him. they get those signs? Well, also, here's here's just a baseball nerd thing that makes me mad. He's a closer in the first movie. He's coming out to win the game. And then now he's a starter, and they're like, oh, is it true you're going to the bullpen? He's always been in the bullpen. <laughs> that's where he was. That is his whole thing. Like, People watching this movie don't know baseball. Well, like, oh, now he's a starter. And it's like, he was never a starter. Well, clearly he got that new contract you said always happens. <laughs> I liked the the one the one Randy Quaid line that I really liked was "You're a gelding, Vaughn." <laughs> <laughs> I had to listen back to it a couple times. I was like, "What was this movie rated? Was uh, it PG thirteen now and not R?" I think it was PG thirteen because Randy Quaid was like. Because the first one has way more swearing. Yeah, yeah this, one, yeah. this one's swearing. rated PG. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because he was like, "Wild thing, you make my butt stink." Yeah, and I, was I, like, was like, <laughs> I was like, "You know how drunk guys in baseball games have clean mouths?" Yeah, I was glad at the end that like he was still being like, oh, "They're gonna suck," and the people around him were like, "Get the fuck out!" Yeah, <laughs> and he did go away, but then he like turned on a goddamn dime. Yeah, just like, because Charlie Sheen was played dressed the up. Song. Yeah, he was dressed up for Halloween. Halloween, basically. <laughs> I'm going to go as myself in Major League for Halloween. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about the Fredericks of Hollywood catalog. Oh, that, was, that was like a staple of my youth. Yeah, and then, yeah oh, it, just, nice. it disappeared for years. And it was like, yeah. I just didn't even get how that technique was really helping this guy. Like it, He was overthinking it. And yeah, so it yeah. was just like a thing for him to keep his mind on something else. And he was so yeah. dumb that that was the only thing that he could keep in his head. Like he couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I did. If when could, Taylor was like, just pretend he's a second like, baseman. Like if you, yeah, if like, he could do multiplication tables, that would have also worked. Yeah, or like sing a yeah, song was, or something. Right. But, but it yeah. was the 90s, so you had to have a joke about how I read Playboy for the articles. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, no movie's ever had that joke before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, terrible, terrible. That guy was dumb. <laughs> that he was, sure was a rube. I have bad news for you. Oh no, is rube, <laughs> rube's not dead, is he? No, uh, he's, but he might be the main character of the third movie. No, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I um I figured out why I recognized him. He's played um the coach Cooter on Glee. 
who ended up oh, uh, getting yeah. married to Dot Marie Jones uh, right. at some point. Yeah, but uh, ugh. She, she also said working. stupid things like women can't live with them and they can't pee standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that old country, that yeah, that, what a bumpkin. That's, that's, Another that's thing his mom always said, bro. <laughs> Although that does that does remind me of a scene that I actually did think was funny in this movie was where Vaughn goes to his his therapist. And he's talking about oh, like, yeah. like, like, oh, well, there's, like, there's this and that because like, he can't get his fastball. And he's trying to figure out why. And it turns out the therapist is just a big, like, <laughs> Indians fan and baseball fan, and just starts arguing with him about pitches that he's thrown. <laughs> yeah. He could have that guy like his license taken away or right. whatever. It's so unprofessional. <laughs> but it was like, great. Yeah. At one point, someone was like, "Yeah, you you left your past behind. You went for like clean suits and therapy." And he's yeah. just like, "You're making fun of him because he went to therapy." Like the man has That's demons. The sign of the time <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I got. Stole a car and drove it across four states. Yeah, he was like, hmm, that's a lot of states. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Leno. Um, Denim Jay Leno. <laughs> I was like, I got to the uh, the part of my notes where we're at uh, we're at drunk Harry Doyle. And he starts off the, he starts off the uh, broadcast like, welcome to Major League Baseball, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was great. <laughs> My favorite part was the the coach in the hospital. I love this British stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to move over there. <laughs> that was the biggest laugh. Yeah, was, yeah. And then there's this like a long lingering <laughs> shot of like a PBS <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and there's a, the, the next thing where he's just like, damn. And then you see the reaction of the nurse next to him like, oh, what the fuck? And then you, she's like looking to see what's going on. No, this is the best bit in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, Lou has had a, has a heart attack, and so Jay Taylor has to become the coach, and he's in the hospital. And the doctor said baseball is bad for his health; he can't watch the, the team in the playoffs. And so he sneaks in a radio, and uh, he's listening to it. But on the TV, they just have like masterpiece classic on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, so funny. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, they make it. <laughs> they make it into the playoffs. And Rachel Phelps is back being all Cruella DeVille. Yep, she bought the team back. In her fancy little box. That yeah. was that was cool. And she I has like these that. like manservant guys yeah. that are like bringing around Corbin also had like a weird butler when That's he was true, like, yeah. it was very strange. Yeah. It was really Is that weird. what all team owners get? The movie mm. is very much against owners. They're yeah. like, the movie is very much like owners are dumb and just, I I am on board with this. Her plan just makes no sense. She doesn't even have a plan. She doesn't have a this time. This time she's just like, Yeah, I, I'm just doing it to spite everybody. It's like she clearly has enough money that she could have moved to Miami no matter no matter what, even if Which the team is, doesn't yeah, move. Like, why is she still in Cleveland? Uh, yeah, that's why I was just like, why make this, like, it's such a retread. Like, she's literally there just to be, like, whiny, like, why yeah, are you like, doing this again? Have, ah. have a different rich person come exactly, in and try right. to tank the exactly, team. Yeah, right. it's like, you don't have to hit or this. some kind of role beat. reversal yeah. with the two of them. Like, for some reason, she's cheering for them now or something right. like that. And he wants them to lose I mean, or it's something. Cool. You know? It's cool that they were able to get the actress back, you know, and they right. got yeah. almost everybody back. Yeah, in the credits. Yeah, it's just like do something different with them instead of just. She wants to like change the logo because. Oh wait, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, when you know, when you uh, when you do a sequel that rehashes the original so much, it makes the uh, you know things that are lesser about the sequel stand out even more. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're not, like now you're like, oh, it's really not as funny because you're seeing some of the same jokes that are yes. just not landing the same because they're either said by, you know, someone, a totally different actor pretending to be Wesley Snipes <laughs> or, or it's just like, you know, a retread of the same joke that you've already heard. And it's just never as good. Yeah. Refried. Never as good. Mm. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> another another weird 90s movie trope that i saw in this movie was the breathing into a paper bag right. that, that, that that popped up in everything in the 90s and i haven't seen it in a long time like, the, that was uh, the thing that people that were stressed did yeah it, it was what like a hyper a hyperventilating uh, yeah yeah god forbid somebody go to therapy and work <laughs> yeah. on their anxiety attacks yeah, like, yeah, a paper you bag. just get a paper bag yeah. like a man <laughs> <laughs> There was one point where there was this, there was, there was a big crowd shot and there was just one person holding one sign that just said engine power. (laughs) I was like, wow, that is is not aged well. Although this one really did, like, there wasn't as much of the, like, feathers and drums and I guess they just, like, didn't feel like it. The scoreboard still had a lot of terrible shit on it. Yeah. (laughs) All I got to say is, like, you know, a lot of times when I'm watching these movies, like, I get to a point where I'm like, oh, let's see how much time is left. And this one, I got to that point, and I was like, okay, I'm like, okay, well, how much of this movie is left? And I pressed the button, and there was an hour left. <laughs> exactly the same it thing I did. It was about 45 minutes this in, movie and I was like, long. I was like, why would this movie be like two hours? I mean, that was with the credits, but yeah, yeah it's basically yeah. two hours long. Like, <sighs> it's longer than the first one. It is longer. And it's like, no comedies as, need to be that long. As we were, as we were talking about it, at least- Judd the, Apatow, at least looking happy, at you. Happy Time Murders was mercifully short. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you saw that? No, he saw it. Yeah, it was it was I, the only it was the only movie available on Movie Pass this weekend. Bad. It was so bad. It was, it's apparently seventy minutes. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, no, it's 70, seventy-five so minutes. What is long. it on, on Rotten Tomatoes right now? Because I heard twenty-two. Okay, well, well this, this, this movie, movie is a five. Okay, yeah. <laughs> five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof! oof. But the, audience, the audience score is higher, but uh, <laughs> this movie uh, we can just get into it. This movie was panned. Yeah, by yeah. Critics and audiences alike. It's too bad. I mean, it's so David S. Ward came back to direct. Yep. Um, but it is a different writer. Um, yes. So maybe that had to do with it. I'm not really I sure. Think, I think that the first movie uses montage and structures it in a way because it really is a collection of montages. Yeah. But it really finds a way to make each character have moments and and grow. And progress. human characteristics. Yes. Yeah. It's because it's every scene was a minute long. So it's like they have they have a lot of they, they can kind of section off each right. character. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like there are four editors on this. So and if each scene is that short, like the, the original cut must have been three hours, okay. like right? Three and a half hours. Yep. And, and, and everyone's playing one note like yeah. nobody does it. Like and every time that somebody learns a lesson or does something, it happens at a, at a turn of a dime, like a flip of a switch. Every like like you're talking about like Randy Quaid's. You know he decides that now I'm back in for this team. Yeah, that is every character progression in, in right. this movie. Yeah, and Dennis Haysbert does it twice. He right. he he melds Buddhism and voodoo, yeah. and then he goes back to Buddhism. Yeah, but then he goes back to like the kind of being a badass yeah. for the last so like stupid. for the last hit. I will say for that that. There was any time that we were playing any video game, my older brother uh, would often say to me, look at the scoreboard now, Grasshopper. And when he said it, it made me mad. I was just like, I forgot that that's where that was from, and I'm angry. You're (laughs) a gelding, Hymanson. 
I thought it was like a Karate Kid reference or something. No, I knew where it was from. Oh, it's okay. just and and my brother did the voice and yeah. It's just... <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. I I felt bad for the shelter kids who spent all that time on the cake. <laughs> And he didn't even have no cake. <laughs> he brought he brought a, bo- a box of signed balls, and he's like, I signed these ones, but if you give them back to me, I'll have the whole team sign them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why don't you just have them say, uh, sign them before you bring the kids the balls? <laughs> yeah, that was Wait, weird. That was some bullshit. It was weird. It, it, then he's like, okay, Nikki, let's go to the party. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to the general cereal party. You got a cool party to go to. <laughs> um, the cereal folks, they, they throw real shindig. I do think that when this movie came out, like, you know, uh, if I had seen the first one and then saw this one, I probably would be pretty pissed about the Wesley Snipes thing because, like, he's such an amazing character in the first one. And to just have him missing in this, I mean, Omar Epps is there playing the character, but it's just not the same. And being incredibly unlikable. It is so not the same. And that would have turned me off immediately. And I would have been like, (sighs) I mean, yeah, they do a lot less of that now, recasting. Yeah. I mean, if you have to recast, you have to recast, right? I mean, I grew up on soap operas, so I, I can mm. get past that. <laughs> but in this case, like, he didn't look anything like him. He didn't act like him. And he didn't have a story that was anything like you the know, first character or you know, any lines. This, this did work was for Marvel with uh, War Machine. Oh, yeah. Terrence Howard really needs those checks. I just he done, feel he done fucked up, but he but his character was not as integral. It wasn't like I feel like people watch Major League. They probably came away being like Willie Mays Hayes is my favorite character. Well, yeah. no, that's the thing. It's like uh, they're we, not coming away going War Machine's my favorite character Wes, from Wes, Iron Man. Wesley Snipes. I mean, again, turn down a role and do the right thing to be in the first Major League movie because it was a larger role. Right. He's the main often he's like one of the main characters of that movie. Yeah, totally. And he is he's brought back to be a played by a different actor to be a piece of shit asshole who (laughs) kind of redeems himself. He took off all his jewelry. He redeemed himself. He did. You know who would have done a better job recast as Wesley Snipes? Who? Wait, I just forgot his name. Oh, Don (laughs) Cheadle. Yeah. 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 I was like making a joke about Iron Man, but like at least he has the same body type. You know, like if you're looking at them from behind, you might at least think that Don Cheadle was Wesley Snipes. It's always hilarious to me that Willie Mays Hayes in 1989 is the size of Barry Bonds in 1989 (laughs) and then not the size of Barry Bonds by 1994. (laughs) (laughs) That dude shrunk. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in the first one, he's so good at stealing bases and then so this one they're like yeah let's have give him one scene where he steals all, all the bases, bases. Yeah, in one that go was dumb. although the bob eager does give him a nickname that we did not hear before as mr larceny which is <laughs> pretty good which is a good nickname yeah yeah i don't know oh justin's sad about that was just disa- that was just disappointing <laughs> no yeah i didn't really like this one that much um you and everybody else i hated yeah. this movie yeah uh was it was it, not was it good. the panera bread no, the Panera Bread was delicious. <laughs> this movie was horrible. I don't like Panera Bread. Hey, it's not the first time that I've watched one of our sequel rights movies like in a place that has free Wi-Fi. Like I remember when I, like- I, I watched Darkman 2 at the Starbucks down the street from Justin's. and like I would just like to say that I watch almost all of them on my TV at home. <laughs> well, it's yeah, I mean, as we've often talked about, I've been made fun of on the train by teenagers multiple times for the movies that I've been watching yeah. for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you probably wouldn't get made fun of this one. No, no. For this I watch this one at home. Oh, so. nice, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had time. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. You guys want to bring this one to uh, you know wrap this one bring up? Bring it to an ALCS. We're not going extra Indians on this. Right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Baseball jokes. Uh, yeah, I think that there are a lot of characters that I like from this franchise that I like less from watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, there's still parts of it that I remember fondly. As a kid, I did very much enjoy this movie. I feel like it's one of those... Uh, it's like Ghostbusters 2. You don't know it's bad until you revisit it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys, the, the screenplay writer for this movie doesn't even have his own wiki page, so come on. <laughs> he must suck, right? So listeners, go out there and make one. <laughs> RJ Stewart, I'm calling you out. <laughs> No, I yeah, I thought it was horrible and just so bewildering. There's 85 million other storylines that would have been better than this one. I think yeah. we even hypothesized some of them last week. There's just so many ways this could have gone that would have been better. I will say the thing that this movie does and it almost squanders it is that Parkman is a good villain. Like okay. like, like him yeah. being like like a piece of shit. Like you hate that guy and like it's it's He's the the David Keith villain, and it's almost like the the blueprint for that character is Liv Schreiber's character in Goon, which is a joke I made earlier, which is a great sports movie, and watch that instead of this movie. <laughs> yeah. but don't watch Goon too. No. <laughs> Same problem. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, these are just all horrible people, and I had no desire to see them. Actually, I didn't even care about the outcome of the game. It's not even that I didn't want them to win. I didn't even care what happened. Yeah. So. Well, that's Indians baseball. Yeah, uh, so uh, based on that, how many foggy wheelies would you give this <laughs> out of 10? Oh, boy. Uh, four, four foggy wheelies. <laughs> uh, <I'm, laughs> I am so nice to these movies all the time. I don't think I've ever gone this low in the history of our podcast so i'm gonna say two foggy say, wheelies. it better yeah. be low because you were like i hate this movie. yeah no i i don't think i've gone this low ever i hated this movie but i want to give it like a six no. and <laughs> two uh i think i'm gonna go with four as well that's what i was thinking yeah. just not uh, uh i didn't hate it but it's just like i was kind of like why did i watch this yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just split the difference and go with three nice. yeah, yeah, yeah three foggy wheelies <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nikki you still back there oh fuck <laughs> oh god I wheelied too hard <laughs> I wild thing too much on general cereal's gonna be mad <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to cover up another pointer <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to go tell all the kids <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, uh, well, uh, I think that's going to bring us to the end of our Major League Two discussion. Um, but there's more baseball to be had. That's right. Ugh. In fact, there's a whole nother movie. <laughs> and it's called Major League Back to the Minors. And this is a movie that the director of this movie does not ex- acknowledge that it exists. Wait, is it one of those movies? What's that pseudonym that movies with Alan, Alan, Smith? Alan Yeah, Smith. is it directed by him? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. uh, it's just Morgan Creek. Uh, they gave it to somebody else. Oh, okay. But he's still, like, David S. Ward's still talking about, I want to make Major League 3. And then every time someone asks about that, Reporters like there was a third. <laughs> what's what's the thread to this one? Is it like is it like those like American Pie sequels where well, it's like Stifler's cousin? We don't no, know. Uh, I I do. Okay, uh, we try to go but, well unless you've oh, seen them. We no no no. But no, we, we we can guess what's gonna happen here, and I will I will not say. I but you can you, we we can read what the title is. Correct. Yes. Back to the back mi- to the minors. Back That's the what minors. I already said. It. Yep. Were you paying attention? No. <laughs> well, you already told us that Rube 
makes an appearance or yes. is involved. So yeah. uh-huh. I'm just going to say they realize that he sucks and he goes back to the minors. Yeah, one of the players <laughs> in the... Yeah, one of the minor characters gets sent back to the minors. Because probably none of the main characters will come back this time. Like, at all. And I'm I assuming hope. it has almost nothing to do with the Indians at all. Because it's the minor league, so... What year does that one? 98. 98. Four so years four later. years later. Oh, okay. I can tell you the place. Is Salt Lake City. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I think that they were strongly implying that that guy was Mormon through a lot of the movies, so I'll say he has to go back to his hometown for the minor <laughs> league team. Oh, my God. Well, uh, you know what? Um, even though that is the next movie in the minor league series, we actually have major a special... League? Yeah, minor league series. <laughs> major league series. Uh, sorry. Uh, we actually have a special bonus episode coming for you guys next week. Just yesterday, the uh, Purge TV series premiered on USA. And we're going to be watching that first episode. I mean, we probably already did. And we're going to be talking about that next week and giving you a break from... <laughs> There's giving a, you a break from all the baseball. Seven, a seventh <laughs> inning stretch. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you the go. end of America. Because I have a feeling that um, Back to the Miners is not going to be good. So why don't we talk about something that maybe could be good? Where at least there's some murders. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Elis, before next week, where can people keep in touch with us? Please email us, sequelrights at gmail.com, and let us know what you want to hear about next. Uh, All of our episodes and everything's at sequelrights.com, and you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. And Tyler, where can people, uh, you know... Give us us all their stars. Yeah. Uh, Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And... uh, Thank you to our special guest, Nick Snow. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, and Nick, where can people catch more of your stuff? Uh, well, I, last week I was on uh, Nicole Byer's Why Won't You Date Me podcast. Uh, not to not to take away from your <gasps> listenership, but if you uh, want to listen to an additional podcast, I think it's episode 38. Uh, yes, and it's definitely worth listening to. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very awkward very quickly, <laughs> yeah. but it's fun. Yeah, that sounds and great. If, yeah, and if you want to find me on the internet, I'm on Instagram at Nick Nick Snow Snow, and I'm on no other social media. <laughs> Smart. Smart man. Um, All right, well, we'll see you guys next week for the Purge Limited TV series event. Good kid.